Welcome back to The Cellcast Presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts, a commentary and analysis podcast where we go through the games a little at a time. Today, we are hit starting Chapter 1 of Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. Specifically, we are going to be watching the cutscenes that happened in Daybreak Town with Chithery. Uh, which, if you don't know what that is, if you're looking, run, wanting to watch these before uh, you hear my my analysis, this is the one with the castle that's kind of purple and the little gray cat with the purse kind of in front of it with that's red with the little yellow star on it. Uh, we will be looking at the cutscenes, the power of light, the power of friendship, and two other worlds. But before we get in too far there, I need to go over one other small thing. The title screen music, I failed to mention, is this game's version of Dearly Beloved. The title screen music for all the Kingdom Hearts games. Dearly Beloved is written by Yoko Shimamura. And uh, she goes on to pretty much do all of the original music and the arrangements of the classic Disney tunes throughout the entire franchise. Uh, with the exception of the three uh, theme songs that were created by Utada Hikaru, although none of her songs exist in this game. But uh, Yoko Shimamura's Ver- Dearly Beloved does appear as the title screen music for all the Kingdom Hearts games. It is primarily a piano piece, Although this version does use a little bit of cello, it sounds like. But the main thing is this this particular version of Dearly Beloved has a very fairy tale-like feel to it. So that, you know, because this game is supposedly takes place during the age of fairy tales. Far, far, far before the events of the rest of the series take place. So, yeah, we will get started now with The Power of Light. The cutscene starts off asking you which to which union does your heart belong to. I suspect in the original game at this point it actually is when it actually gave you the choice to actually pick which one of these unions to go with. But uh, it then immediately goes to uh, a series of shadows crawling up and engulfing our hero uh before into a ball of shadow before a bright light explodes out and all of a sudden our hero is holding a keyblade and we know it's a keyblade because immediately after we see a message that says the keyblade holds the power of light to drive away the darkness and that is really all the cutscene does <laughs> So uh, I should mention that this particular cutscene does take place on an area in the Kingdom Hearts franchise that is known as the Dive to the Heart. Dive to the Heart is a dream-like representation of the realm of the heart within the dreamer's body, basically. What you see here is not necessarily what happens or what the dreamer actually dreamed, but it is meant to represent like the inner struggles or the inner thoughts of one's mind and heart and things of that nature. It's all, you know, very symbolic. 
From a gameplay perspective, the Dive to the Heart sequence is a pretty much a tutorial area where you're introduced to some of the game mechanics that you're going to have to be dealing with, and such is the case here where it asks you to pick a union. I'll get to unions in a minute, but I want to finish talking on what a dive to the, the way the Dive to the Hearts are designed. Each Dive to the Heart area looks to be a central pillar that the character is on that is with it where the top of it where you where you are is essentially a stained glass window or marble inlay design it's a little tough to tell exactly what it's supposed to be though in later games the the stained glass look is really more of what they're going with but in the case of union cross key unchained key whatever we would like to call it uh in this case it is a the, the circle has five emblems in it, as stated earlier on the character select on the character creation screen, where you can pick between a snake, a tiger, actually it's supposed to be a leopard it looks like, a unicorn, a bear, or a fox. It's designed well, I think, for the purposes of this game, but this is not anywhere near my favorite of the uh, Dive to the Heart stations, as they are called, that I've seen throughout the entire franchise. But, I mean, it's nice for telling you what you've got to do here. You, you The entire point here is to introduce your character to the world and say, okay, you've got to pick one of these five choices. Unfortunately, it doesn't tell you why you're picking one of these unions, I'm not sure, having never watched these cutscenes before, if it ever does tell you, but from what I saw, the reason you are picking these unions is that uh, these are teams that work to gather uh, what look like light, from what I could see. They are essentially these rival factions, when you get right down to it, for because it's an MMO, you have to, apparently... There's a thing about having rival factions in an MMO. Not every MMO does it, admittedly. In fact, the MMO I play all the time, Final Fantasy XIV, doesn't have... Well, it's got factions. I mean, they're only actively fighting each other in PvP. Though I don't know if this game had PvP outside of the general, you know, get as much light as you can sort of thing. But we'll get back to that later. Uh, let's go ahead and move on into the power of friendship. The power of friendship starts with you waking up, not really waking up, but I mean, you are awake in a plaza that has a fountain at the center of it. But not long after uh, the scene starts, you a portal opens up and a girl in a pink robe and fox mask walks up. I, from what I understand, depending on which of those unions you chose, changes which character appears, as this is supposed to be the leader of your union, a foreteller. They have not said the name of this character yet on mine, so I am not going to mention the character's name yet. But uh, in my case, she told me that uh, now that we've unlocked the, the power of the Keyblade... Lesser Heartless no longer stand a chance. However, to defeat Larger Heartless, you will have to team up with uh, some f some of your fellow adventurers. And to show this off, a giant Heartless shows up. 
This is the first Heartless we're actually seeing in this game, and it's actually one we that's known as a Dark Side, which are these giant uh, shadow-like beings that are good 12, 13 feet tall. They're humanoid in nature. They look to have little bat wings on the back that you wouldn't think would do anything, but in the center of their body, there is a large heart shaped hole. Uh, and they have, and like all heartless, they will have, they have gold eyes. Uh, the cutscene does not show them actually fighting this giant dark side, but, uh, you, it comes back after apparently that dark side is defeated and your union's foreteller tells you that, uh, not there while there are many who gather light not all share the same goal of bringing peace to the world and it's us who has to discover who among us walks the path of darkness when with a quick nod from you the foreteller goes back into their portal and disappears uh so far we it's been from what i can see basically a lot of tutorial cutscenes for the game giving you a little bit of background information, but we're not really getting any big deals here. But of course, we are just introducing the universe to the players. Admittedly, this game has to do something that no other game besides the original Kingdom Hearts really had to do, except for maybe Birth by Sleep, where it actually has to introduce what's kind of going on. And so far, it's been a little hit or miss. I don't know if with the gameplay it would make more sense, but it's it's I kind of get an idea of what's going on here. But let's go ahead and jump in to other worlds. This cutscene begins with that little gray cat from the image talking to you, and it says, uh, "I know that this is overwhelming, but darkness waits for no one. In fact, it's found its way to a bunch of other worlds." which needs your help. I know a way to these places. Are you ready? And then the gray cat walks up to your character. Your character turns around, points his keyblade at the open space, and a portal opens, at which point your character then goes through the portal, leaving gray cat behind. And I don't know why. Uh... So far, this is extremely utilitarian. I recognize that chapter one is probably, and this I recognize this even looking at the list of episodes uh, on the Google Doc, but so much of this as of chapter one looks like it is just introducing you to like the concepts sl slowly. There must have been a ton of of repetitive missions in between here. I'm guessing since it was a cell phone game designed to, you know, pull your time and money slowly into it. So you'll go and buy more captcha or not captcha, uh, gotcha stuff. Cause I know this game did have some gotcha mechanics in it, but uh, it's so far, so very utilitarian. And the purpose of this particular cutscene literally was to say, Hey, there's other worlds besides general tutorial world which they still haven't even told you what the name of that world is outside of being on the menu and you see that it's named Daybreak Town. They didn't tell you who the name of the Grey Cat was. They haven't told us anyone's names 
strangely enough. Admittedly, the friends that showed up for the power of friendship, I'm sh- I'm certain were meant to be other players, though they weren't actually other players live. This would have been just a bunch of random six play, uh, player avatars they created for that cutscene. But so far, it's just not telling you, telling us what's going on per se. It's just utilitarian. Here's how you play the game. Here's the basic ideas. We're giving you a little bit of story, but in some ways, I think it assumes you've played Kingdom Hearts before. You kind of know how this works. Uh, as we're going on, I'm hoping it will tell us some more about what the story here is. All I've basically been able to gather so far is our player is trying to collect light and trying to discern who the bad guys are. Who's no, who's collecting light? Who's, who's not collecting light or collecting light for nefarious purposes. I don't even know why we're collecting light yet. Uh, one hopes through all of these cutscenes, as many as there are, they will eventually tell us something, but so far it is very broken up. And to some degree, I'm slightly disappointed how broken up it is. But anyway, join me next time for the second part of uh, uh, chapter one, in which we will be going to the Dwarf Woodlands and hanging out with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. The Cellcast is a member of the Pop Americana and Culture Box Media Networks. For more information about shows in those networks, please check the links in the description. The Cellcast presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts as a production of the Cellcast podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at cast underscore cell, on Facebook at the Cellcast, on Twitch at the Cellcast Gaming, and you can email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com or visit us on our webpage at thecellcast.podbean.com. Our theme music is Trinity by Tyler Spirian and is a remix of the song Dearly Beloved by Yoko Shimomura from the franchise Kingdom Hearts. The Cellcast Podcast has no affiliation with Square Enix, Disney, or for that matter anyone else connected to the Kingdom Hearts franchise. The Cellcast Presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts is a fan production and no copyright infringement is intended or implied. Kingdom Hearts is owned by both Disney and Square Enix. This podcast also is not intended to be a replacement for playing the games. Please go and play them yourself.